Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To the best two hours in sports radio. How are the two best hosts on Grid Radio? Moneyline with Donnie Wrightside. Mustache glasses and a bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what? I just keep moving. I keep it moving. But now, but here. Kevin Walsh. No, it's take. not a bad take. You ran out of space here right before North. And the dream team of callers. Right, I hope you guys took the tape right. That was the 5 0 Vegas. Vegas. Bring it. Astros, Rangers, Astros over. Smoke. Take All the smoke. Tape. Yep. <laughs> easy, too. Well, it was easy. It, was, it feels good. It was, wasn't it? Man. I listen to you guys also with all that great information you gave out on players' props. So it's going to be a fun night tonight. I just honestly became a huge sports grid fan over the last year, and I found you in K-Dub show, man, and I have been awesome. addicted. And let me oh, give a shout-out to my man, JP, holding yep. it down yep. behind the scenes. There it is. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 159. You are officially listening to our number two of Moneyline. Donnie Wright side here having some fun. 844-843-6879. Getting into hot topics now, which include the NBA draft. And it's okay. Look, not everybody can say every word perfectly. Like Brian Bayo today is on the mound for the Boston Red Sox. I still get tripped up every once in a while. I'll call him Bello. Brian, it looks like his name is. But it's Brian Bayo. Now, I had our producer extraordinaire here, Christian behind the scenes, pull a clip. Now, I love to laugh at myself. I love to laugh at pronunciations. So in order to start off the NBA draft coverage here, recap, I should say, Christian, can you play the pronunciation of Victor Webinyama for me? Victor Webinyama. (laughs) There you go. Look, hey, man, I'm telling you, it's the... I'm sorry. Victor Wimbanyama. That's that's a really good one, man. I'm telling you. We all get tongue-tied at times. When we go over names that, you know what? Might be a little bit tough to say. Might be a little bit tough to get through. But usually, those are hidden in, like, pitchers we never hear about, right? Major League Baseball players that 90% of the betting public's like, ooh, don't know if I've ever heard that guy's name pronounced. I'll admit it myself. I go through quite a bit on a Major League Baseball card and see some of these guys get brought up from AAA and be like, oh, wow, look at that name. Then you got to go, and YouTube is your best friend, people. It really is. It's your best friend. You look up the player's name in there, you go back to some highlights, and sooner or later, the hometown broadcast is going to say the player's name. And sometimes I write it up phonetically, even though I just heard the name. Wembenyama. Victor right? Wembanyama. Okay. I got it down. <laughs> Victor Wembanyama. And also, the reason I was bringing this up is not to poke fun at people, because again, I say names wrong all the time. But when you have a generational player, right? And what's the last time, people? When is the last time you might have struggled with a name? And maybe if you want to call in and let me know that person's name you always still struggle with. Because for a long time, I was in this boat as well. You know the guy. Dude's like what? Seven? He's over seven foot. Wingspan ridiculous. And I'm not talking about Webinyama here. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about a guy from Greece. A guy that plays in Milwaukee. Where so many people just go, did you see Giannis play last night? Who? Yeah, the Greek freak. You know that guy. 
Oh. His brother Thanassus, right? right? Yeah, his brother Thanassus. What's his last name? Antetokounmpo? I'm telling you right now. It took a long time for me to get that name down to at least have it close to pronunciation status. And so many times that you were just calling him Giannis, Giannis, whatever, the Greek freak. And you were just like, I'm never going to pronounce his last name. But again, when you have the NBA draft and you have a guy that we've been talking about for months and months and months, not the 38th pick in the draft coming over from the Sudan. It's like, hey, man, I'm just going to take a shot at this name. We might never hear from this guy again. Wemby? Yeah, you're going to hear about him a lot. And quite frankly, probably going to hear his name being called Wemby. I always like when Kevin calls him Vic. Catch me a little bit off guard there, too. I'm like, hold on. Victor Webinyama. Victor Wembanyama. stuff. <laughs> there you go. But by the way, real talk here. NBA draft recap. Webinyama goes number one. He looks like he might be the real deal, people. And if you are looking from a San Antonio perspective, right? How lucky can you get with number one overall draft picks? David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Wembenyama. Man, generational type talents. And by the way, basically getting those, you know, David Robinson, and then right behind him, Tim Duncan, essentially. The Twin Towers out there just absolutely dominating basketball and winning championships. That was phenomenal. But this is a new San Antonio Spurs group here. Greg Popovich is really old school. But they've had a great track record, the Spurs, to be honest, with international players. Now, granted, international players, Tim Duncan, no, he's the Admiral. I mean, the guy was the Naval Academy, U.S. Now, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Tim Duncan, not necessarily overseas, but still not continental United States. But you take a look at Manu Ginobili, overseas, absolutely. Tony Parker, overseas, absolutely. They've had those guys and have had a ton of success with those guys. Victor Wembanyama just might be landing in the perfect situation. Not too big a city, not too big of a spotlight, the right conditions to breed championships that just might take place. We got a lot more to recap here on the NBA draft. It's Donnie Wright's at hour number two, and I'll be right back. Victor Wimbanyama. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Solo mission here. Let's get to the phone lines. 844-843-6879. It's Jordan from Phoenix. He's up on deck. What's up, Jordan? Talk to me. What's good, Donnie? Love it. Everything. Yeah, I'm going 
Um, uh, what do you do? My one of my favorite picks in the draft yesterday was uh, mm-hmm. I liked Isaiah Wong, Miami shooting guard. He got picked yes. late by uh, by yeah, the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I can't believe. What do you think about Jackson Davis from Indiana? That he got like second second to last pick in the draft. I thought that guy would have got picked at least early early second round. Isn't that so crazy, too, Jordan, when that sets up? Because you look at college superstars, and Trace Jackson Davis was one of those college superstars. It is odd just to see, like, hey, he's going to be turning pro. Oh, great. Well, it's probably going to be a lottery pick, right? No. 57th overall, which means if he went 59th, Jordan, he doesn't even get drafted. That's what I mean. It's just crazy. And then uh, a lot of the G League, I wonder if a lot of – Kids now are going to start going to the G League because I'm sure you've seen like there was a bunch of people drafted from that G- from the G League this year. So it's kind of uh, kind of crazy. It's almost like the new way to come into the NBA. Yeah, it really is. I mean, Scoot Henderson, the Thompson twins, you know, taking that alternative route, which all three of those guys ended up in the top five. It does start to get eye opening, and also when you include Victor Webanyama, who is from France. So alternate guys all the way through, if you include Brandon Miller from Alabama, there's a lot of prospects here that are taking that other route. I hate to see it because I love college basketball, and I would love to see like Webb and Yama play for like Kentucky. It would have been crazy to watch, but it's a new reality here, Jordan. It really is, Donnie. And then uh, some plays for tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. take uh, the Angels, oh, Angels mm-hmm. over uh, Colorado. I think the over okay. in Texas-New York game. And then, you know, I'm going to ride your uh, RBA, RBI par, uh, plays once I see yeah, them on Twitter. And then, them. you know, the drill, Donnie. I, uh, uh, best show on the grid. And then I'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, man. Awesome, man. Thank you. All right, Jordan. Good luck this weekend as well. Yeah, enjoy it, man. Well, talk to the people out here, you know, having some fun. And, you know, also being out in the streets like Thursday night. I should I say Thursday afternoon driving down to Atlantic City. Pulling up to the Hard Rock, getting a sandwich at the White House, running over to meet the boys before they go on live on the NFL draft coverage. That's, by the way, a terrible sleep, man. You know me. I'll, you guys know me. I like to get in bed early. Probably get, got in the bed around like 8.30, 8.45, 9 o'clock. Was watching the draft. Those and in and out. But it was one of those where, have you guys ever been in a situation where it's like, you know, you're, you're there for work, Right. And it's an early wake up. It's not like, hey, you know what? I got to be down in the casino by noon. It's like, well, all right. You got plenty of time. I swear I looked at that clock every 15 minutes. 12.45, 1 o'clock, 1.15, 1.30. Okay. Because my alarm this morning was set for 4.15 a.m. Since I had to be at another casino, which is the ocean, which isn't too far, by the way, from, from Hard Rock. If you walked out on the boardwalk, hung a left, it probably would take you like a five-minute walk. It's not that bad. But couldn't find my car Friday morning. Oh, my goodness, man. And thank goodness for technology. Because I had an idea of actually where I parked my car on the deck. I was like, hey, you know what? Went in, went down one floor, came out. I couldn't find that thing to save my life. So I'm going like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, I'm going to be like not far away from this casino and show up late because I can't find my car. And granted... It was parked Thursday into Friday morning. It wasn't as if I was going out there on a Saturday night at 9 o'clock looking for my car. But use the smart intuition because usually you just hit like the unlock button. like, okay, maybe I can see the lights pop up. But there was nothing doing. Like I went to like four and five decks. Like I, I can't believe I can't find my car. Then I found myself hitting that panic button, alert button, and I heard it off in the distance. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, whoa, where's that coming from? So I go up a deck. Hit it again. Don't hear it at all. Go back down the deck. Hit it. Hear it again. Go back down another deck. And I'll <sighs> kind of trucks driving through there with the loudest pipes you ever heard. So, of course, I couldn't hear the car. But the minute he passed, pressed that button, that I heard it like off into the distance and found it. I'm like, thank goodness, man. Like, if I honestly didn't have that, I'm probably showing up late and looking like an idiot. But thank goodness for modern technology to be able to find my car, or at least I can listen to it. It's like it was playing like Marco Polo with my car. Marco Polo, where is it? Oh, I think I hear it. Now I don't hear it. Now I'm getting close. Anyway, I thought you guys would like that story there before I showed up, and me and K-Dub got a poppin' on a Friday morning. But in the NBA draft, top five. Wembenyama, obviously, number one overall to the Spurs. Number two, Brandon Miller. Number three, Scoot Henderson. Number four, 
Um, and Thompson, number five, his twin brother, Alcer Thompson. Is that his? It's Alcer? Alcer? Alcer, maybe I think it is. Both of them overtime elite guards. Imagine that. Imagine you being the mom, the father, whoever. How your kids doing? Eh, they're getting good grades in school. They going to college? Nah. Oh, trade school? No. Where are they going? NBA? Top five? Wait, what? You tell me you got twin sons that are going NBA top five back to back. One goes to the Rockets and one goes to the Pistons. That's like mom of the decade type stuff. The Ball brothers got drafted in the top five. LaMelo and Lonzo. But they didn't go in the same draft. These were twins. You should say, hey, one's better than the other. One's taller than the other. One has better game. They went four and five. That's outrageous. And by the way, the, my favorite guy maybe in the draft, walking up, dapping it up with Adam Silver, had to be Anthony Black out of Arkansas. I mean, when, these kids, and they are kids. They're teenagers. Like Anthony Black, if you would have told me and said, hey, you know what? We're just going to call this guy's name out, and he's going to come out on the stage. I'm like, that guy's not a professional athlete. And I'm not knocking him. He looks like he might be 14 years old and ready to take a skateboard and get after it in the park. And then you see the highlights, and dude is a killer out here. Stone cold athlete, dominant. And then you see the highlights, which, yes, include him at Arkansas, beating down opponents. And then you realize he had offers to play football on top of it. Can you imagine just hitting like the gene lottery, like Anthony Black? What's he, 6'7", shooting guard? Sixth overall pick in the NBA? Had major Division I offers to also play football? I believe also Arkansas offered him to play football as well. Maybe that was a duo. Hey, man, let's get him here. Get him here at all costs. Musselman's like, we got to get this guy in. He wants to play football, too. Let him play football. But tremendous. But got a kick out of when I saw that kid get picked. I'm like, my goodness, man. I'm like, I'm 45 years old. I feel like I'm 75 years old with how young some of these kids are and how talented they are. Because me at my age, I can go back to high school basketball and say, yeah, I could shoot it a little bit, handle it a little bit, play some defense. I was a decent, decent enough athlete. But to have that much fun on the basketball court and be that dominant as an athlete and at 18, 19 years old turn pro millions of dollars at your feet here going to the Orlando Magic you're going to be treated like a king jersey sales I mean just so much fun man like sometimes you could just sit back even at an old age and dream of how cool it would be to be one of these young kids here that can absolutely ball out now, Kevin asked me, hey, Donnie, what was maybe your favorite draft pick here of the night? And I told him, Jaime Jaquez, UCLA, goes 18 overall to the Miami Heat. It's like the perfect Miami Heat player. It really is. Like the perfect Heat player. You know, some organizations just do everything right, it seems like. Do the Miami Heat just do every single thing right? Or just does it feel that way? I know they wouldn't win an NBA championship. But adding Hawkes here as like a ready-made NBA player, just sensational stuff. Hour number two rolling along. It's Donnie Wrightside right here on The Grid. We're talking NBA. We'll be back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all 
at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rock and roll and having some fun. If you want to get a call in, you can. 844-843-6879. Sirius XM Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. Johnny Wright's out here on a solo mission in hour number two. Now, what we saw in the draft is always interesting regardless. Because you know you get some topsy-turvy things. Some guys slip out here. Some guys play well enough to get into the draft. And then it doesn't work out so well for them. The big gas station, Sunogo from UConn. Mm, tough scene out there. Marquise Noel doesn't get drafted. Tough scene out there. Hmm. But having said that, some things we don't often see too much here. Now watch this. Number two pick, number three pick yesterday. Or should I say on Thursday for the draft. Webinyama we knew went number one. The question that started to begin early in the week who that number two pick was going to be. Was it going to be Brandon Miller? Was it going to be Scoot Henderson? Two great players, one coming out of college, one coming out of, you know, the G League, Ignite, whatever team he played on Scoot. But the real issue was the money moving around and the information coming out. If we start in Charlotte itself, right? Michael Jordan is the owner currently of the Charlotte Hornets. In a matter of probably like weeks, It's not going to be Michael Jordan anymore. They've agreed in principle to sell the team. Michael Jordan is out. He won't be the owner of that team. Mitch Kupchak is the current general manager of that team. He had some interesting things to say at a press conference earlier this week by saying, like, you know what? This really might come down to, to be honest, draft day to see who we actually want. I didn't buy that really for a minute because that doesn't make any sense to me. You've had months knowing that once that ping-pong ball came through, you knew you weren't getting Webb and Yama. It was on on who you're going to take between Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller. Talk to Coach James Young here at the network, and, you know, most people in agreements here, because I wanted to say, like, it just seems like everybody outside of Charlotte right now would take Scoot Henderson over Brandon Miller. What's the holdup in the Charlotte front office? And Mitch Kupchak came out and said, yeah, you know what? Michael does have the final say. We're going to have the new ownership group in the room. I'll be in the room. Mike's going to be in the room. We'll talk it out. We'll find it through. We'll make the right decision. But in the end, Mike gets the final decision on who we're going to pick. And you say to yourself, that doesn't make any sense. Mike's not going to be here. And I'm not saying here. It's a tough situation, right, that Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, both of those guys I think are going to be very good NBA players. But the person making that decision might not even be there within weeks. And you're going to have Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson for hopefully a long time. Or if it doesn't work out, my goodness, even worse. But the reason we're bringing this up is, have you ever seen swings of who's going number two overall? More than we got this week out of Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson. I mean, you're talking about like minus 500, switching back to, you know, minus 500 the other way. Back to minus 500 and minus 700 one way. We've never seen that before. But the bigger thing was, it wasn't the information that people were guessing on. It wasn't just a normal beat writer might be uncovering stuff. Hey, look, spoke to Cupcheck yesterday, and it's pretty much, they were calling Brandon Miller and telling him he was going to be the number two overall pick. Because it flip-flopped back and forth a few times with massive implications. And you also had guys coming out here like a Darren Ravel tweet. This came out Friday. Fandle breaks the silence on Sham Sharania scoot the number two backlash from betters in a statement. Quote, Fandle is not privy to any news that Shams breaks on his platforms. End quote. Because what we're getting here is now, 
You have guys that are sponsored by books, legalized gambling, putting out information. And granted, when you talk to the likes of Wojnarowski and Sharania, they're the two big guys in the NBA. There's a couple other guys, Crispy Haynes. I mean, there's a couple legitimate guys that get information. Don't get me wrong. But when these guys come out with information, we take it as fact. So if you're sitting there on Twitter, a lot of times we wait for this stuff. Kevin will tell you the same thing. The information highway is so good right now. It really is. You don't have an advantage technically over the book, but I like to say like the gap is not as wide as it once was. Where people in the know get it, the books adjust, and you finally get it, and you got to bet into a bad number, or that number is wildly gone. Like Sham Sharania, granted, is not contacting like the FanDuel Sportsbook on, I got information ahead of time. I'm not going to release a tweet. You go ahead and change your numbers because the tweet I put out is going to move stuff. Can you imagine if that happened? That's why they're putting out this statement. Because I don't think Shams is in bed with FanDuel to try to help them get better numbers and avoid things. I don't think that's actually the case. But when you see information that basically says, hey, I just got information, talking from Shams' perspective, Scoot's going number two. You see that on Twitter immediately. You run to whatever sports book you're on, Bet365, FanDuel, DraftKings, whoever you use. And you try to use that information to get a better number than what the book is going to post. Probably one minute behind that comes out. It's a race to the book. You see it during football season. Adam Schefter put out a tweet. Hey, by the way, so-and-so is not going today. Boom, you're running away to get something. A quarterback you thought was going to play, not going to play. Top wide receiver is going to play, not going to play. You try to use that to your advantage by saying, I'm going to go in and bet this information because I know if I wait in five to ten minutes, that number is going to be there no more. A lot of times that's the difference between winning and losing. Always getting the best line you possibly can, even if sometimes you don't agree with the play per se. But if you look at a game and say, this line is minus seven, let's just say six. Let's use minus six. I know I don't really like this game. But the quarterback for the other team, doesn't matter what team it is, we're just using a fictitious scenario, is going to be out. Schefter tweets that out. You go to Sportsbook, let's just say FanDuel, and bet that team minus six. Half hour later, it's minus nine and a half. You say, well, job well done. I got a free three and a half points. Does it automatically win? No, it doesn't. But the longer you beat lines, the more money you're probably going to make in the future. See where I'm going with this? But the fact of the matter is that Shams is out here basically telling you this guy's going number two and it was the wrong information. How many people out here listening to this actually bet that information? Because I didn't, and you guys know me, I'm not a big draft guy per se. But I do get a kick out of these situations because sometimes you don't have to be an NBA guy to bet that information. Hey, Giannis Antetokounmpo is not going to play tonight, says Sham Sharania. The Bucks were favored uh, by minus nine and a half in that game. You bet the other side. All of a sudden it flips back. There are five and a half point favorites. You gain three, four points in that scenario. You would do that all the time, and you're supposed to do that here. But I got to tell you, because, again, being from a guy that's not handicapping the draft, going, oh, I think this guy's going number 16 overall or higher, that's not what I'm doing. And I wouldn't want to fake it till I make it on that either. You guys know that. I wouldn't lie to you on stuff that I like or don't like. You can tell when I'm being sarcastic. But I'm not a better in the NBA draft. But that information, if I was just, you know, in the office, looking at Twitter and saw that, you would love to jump in. And also, you jump in on one way, it changes. You jump in on the other way, and you actually end up losing. The, see what I mean? Some people probably lost multiple ways trying to chase them. I had it first to begin with. It was supposed to be this way. But the fact of the matter is that we're now questioning stuff here, coming from guys like Sham Sharani, because typically what they say is the gospel, and it's right. Tipping picks in a draft like 10 minutes ahead of time. These guys are so in tuned and so intertwined in the NBA circles from agents to general managers to ownership groups to people of influence in your camp that they get this first. And most of the time, they're right. But Shams was so wrong on this one that it's just wild. And I joked, even seeing Kevin Friday morning, like, hey, man, like, you know, to open the show. When we talked about Darren, not Darren Ravel, excuse me, about Sham Sharania, it was like, hey, Donnie, did you see the odds move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yesterday moved. I get it. No, 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 no. They moved again. 
And it wasn't moving again based on Michael Jordan seen driving around Brandon Miller. It was based on insiders giving you the information that this was just about a done deal. Now, other things I do like as well, added Darren Ravel. I don't follow him, but every once in a while a tweet pops up on my timeline that I like to check out. Darren's always big on watching people's pockets. So the one interesting tweet that he had, though, was with Amen Thompson and Osar Thompson, the twins. One is going to play in Texas. One is going to play in Michigan. Now, Amen Thompson goes to Texas and it says he's going to make $40 million in his first four years. God bless him, man. Imagine that. A $40 million contract, not even counting like shoe contracts or endorsements. That's just your contract to play in the NBA drafted number four. You might be terrible. You walk away with $40 million bucks. That's tremendous. But he's going to pay no state income tax in the state of Texas. Some states are like that, particularly Florida. That's why people want to live there. Put a little bit more money in your pocket. Number five pick, his twin brother, Lassar Thompson, will make about $36 million over his first four years. Bradbating drafted one pick behind his twin brother. So he loses about, about $4 million. Big winner there is going to be his brother, his big brother. Big, who knows big brother? Who's born first by like a minute? I don't know. But he's going to pay 4.25% in state income tax in Michigan. That's a lot of money. Can you imagine that? Like, hey, big brother. Hey, little brother. You're only about two minutes. You're making $4 million more than me, and you're paying less in income tax. Must be nice there. But again, when you're making that much money, sure. You're going to be like, hey, man, it would have been nice not to pay that much. Look at these two. Proud mama last night on the set. $76 million coming to her two, coming to two of her baby boys right there. That is awesome stuff, man. These kids are getting paid right out of the gate. Hour number two rolls along. A lot more hot topics to go. It's Donnie Wright's out here, right on the grid. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hot Topics, what it's all about here in hour number two. The NBA draft had a lot of twists and turns starting at number two and number three. But all the way through, it was a pretty clean night overall. Some big names did go. Some players that you probably never heard of went as well, which is typical. But I thought it was a pretty good night overall. For my Philadelphia 76ers, no draft picks. It's kind of odd because the trust the process was built on draft picks and having hot draft picks after tanking. James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers looks more and more like that is going to be a marriage here because, I don't know, is Houston going to want to go out now and bring in James Harden after taking one of the Thompson twins there at guard? I don't think so. And also, Damian Lillard, where is he winding up? I did a segment Friday morning, listen up, to end the show down at the Ocean's Resort. Is Dame time up, by the way? Are we loving Dame anymore? If Dame gets out of town, we can start to blame because I've been beating this drum for a year saying 
The fans of Damian Lillard want him to leave Portland more than he wants to leave Portland by a wide shot because we love good basketball players. And we want to see good basketball players get their respect and play in some of the biggest moments here. Isn't that what you want? And Dane keeps saying, like, oh, it's about the journey and I want to stay in Portland and I don't want to be part of a rebuild, so I hope they do something correct. Dame time is now on the clock. It's either I'm staying or I'm going, and my goodness, why would Portland want you to stay at this point? Clearly, they want to rebuild. Because otherwise, the number three overall pick, which they have Scoot Henderson, and I ask Kevin this, you're the GM in the room of the Portland Trailblazers. Did you get a franchise guy in Scoot Henderson? Absolutely, he said. So we don't need Dame Lillard anymore to hang around at this point or mentor a guy. Dame Lillard needs to get out of town and get some draft picks and some capital back so they can build around players like Scoot Henderson. Because if the Portland Trailblazers were serious about keeping Damon Lillard in the fold and not going into a rebuild, Scoot Henderson wouldn't be on the basketball team. Not to say that they were going to draft anybody else. But Scoot would have got traded for Zion Williamson, Paul George, whoever to try to keep those vets in town and make another run for Portland, which is never going to work anyway. So I do think it's up to the Portland front office to move on from Damian Lillard, whether he wants to or not, because keeping him around, he's still at the peak of his powers, at least from a perspective standpoint for another franchise to say, yeah, he can put us over the top. We're going to give you some good stuff for this guy, right? That's just the way it is. So Dame time might be up quickly out there in Portland. James Harden, we'll see where he winds up. Paul George, yeah. Zion, we expected him possibly to go on draft night. That didn't work out. But let's hit another hot topic here. You know who's always in the news? Where it was like, hey, Aaron Rodgers, man, give it up. Nobody's talking to me on the Packers. And by the way, talking about nobody talking about it. How about the the, uh, reports coming out that Dame hasn't been in contact with the Portland front office in weeks? What is going on up there? Let's get back to Aaron Rodgers here. Who, you know he walks to a little bit of his own beat. Hey, guys. I don't know if I want to leave the Packers, but don't make any decisions without me. I'm going to go into a dark room in solitary confinement for a few days with just food and water. No electronics and clear my mind. That's the type of guy Aaron Rodgers is. He was going to leave football so he could host Jeopardy. Yes, he was going to do that. But now, NFL quarterback, I'm taking this off of ESPN, NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers was among a wide ranging lineup of speakers at a psychedelics conference in Denver this past week. I just read that correctly. That's not out of context. Aaron Rodgers is speaking at a psychedelics conference, which Aaron Rodgers was taking, was it ayahuasca? I believe is the pronunciation. It says he added, it also says in this article, he added that his success, excuse me, his success on the football field after using ayahuasca after the 2019 season. So he's basically saying, and again, I'm going to quote Aaron Rodgers here. You know, it's going to be hard to cancel me because you know the previous year, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, we had a good season. Ayahuasca, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, MVP. What are you going to say? End quote. He's off his rocker sometimes. But could he be on to something? Forget about his takes on anything else. COVID and immunization, whatever he likes to call it. Forget about that. But you see the NFL has changed its stance on a lot of things, which includes marijuana at this point. And if there are medical advantages to something natural that can help players heal, help with concussions, help with pain, the NFL has shown that they're willing to adapt to the times. (laughs) But my goodness, man. If it gets to the point where it's like, hey, you know what? Just played a really 
tough football game. Knee hurts, ankles flaring up, hamstrings banged up, shoulder doesn't feel so good. What should I do tonight? Hey, you know what? A little ayahuasca. Or how about some magic mushrooms here to try to handle that? Like, what path are we going down? We already know again. Aaron Rodgers has more money than 99.9% of the people on the planet. I do like the fact that he is willing to try new things because so many of us wouldn't be doing that. I'm not all about putting psychedelics into my body, per se, right? That I'm really not sure if it's been cleared by the FDA. I don't like to sit in a room for more than five minutes without my cell phone. I don't know if I could go for three or four days in the dark by myself with just a bed and food and water. I can't do that. I will admit that. And again, I will never be, certainly at my age, but it will in my life be as good an athlete is as Aaron Rodgers is at playing quarterback. So there's something to it. He does have the willingness to put his body on the line on the football field and his mind on the line off of the football field. So that is pretty impressive. But Aaron Rodgers, psychedelics, hallucinations, mushrooms, whatever, might be helping him at 39 years old to be a better football player. And by the way, it was a four-day darkness retreat. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. And the article also says at the bottom, psychedelics are illegal at a federal level, though acceptance and interest is studying their potential benefits has grown. We'll see. But Aaron Rodgers, maybe 30, 40 years on the forefront of psychedelics? Say it ain't so. By the way, let's get to another football topic here. Uh, I saw a tweet come out that Deion Sanders, head football coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, having some health concerns there with some blood clots. He's been fighting some things for years. You see, if you watch any of the videos, they have a great social media team. He either has riding on bikes, scooters, whatever, because those feet are all banged up here. But as you know, when you do have all those surgeries and things aren't looking great, you start to get those rumors that, oh, no, he's going to have to have you know stuff amputated. He said no at that point. And the reason I bring it up is not to say, hey, wish you well, Coach Sanders, because obviously that's just human nature to wish somebody good luck here so nothing happens to them. But boy, oh boy, if he had to step away from Colorado, we would be missing out on something. And when I say something, I actually don't know what that something is. The one thing I do know, when the football is kicked off and the bright lights are out there, you're going to want to see what Colorado's up to. Colorado sold out for the season at home in Boulder. That's a sleeping giant there that when I was growing up, and talking about growing up, 7th grade, 8th grade, right through high school, Colorado was a cool football program, man. They really were. Rashawn Salam winning the Heisman Trophy, Westbrook at wide receiver, Cordell Stewart at quarterback, Rosga was on that football team. They had some really good players. National championship. Really good players, and thank goodness, too, because they beat Notre Dame, which I never could stand Notre Dame. So I love the fact that they did that. But I just hope we see a lot out of Coach Sanders here over the past couple years, and Colorado becomes something again. The cool uniform, playing in cold weather, playing in the altitude. It's such a cool stadium, Folsom Field. Would love to see it come back. I just don't want to see us robbed of Deion Sanders coaching Colorado football. Talk a little Major League Baseball here. Hot topics, I told you I had them. Rob Manfred, you know me. I love Rob Manfred. He guy's a bum, Donnie. What do you like him for? Trust me. The changes that he made to Major League Baseball, which include the rule changes, home run after home run after home run, loved everything. My only downfall, Rob Manfred, is I just wish he would be real about baseballs. Stop putting humidors in places. Stop doctoring baseballs. Leave it alone. Let us know which baseballs are there, and we would be okay with it. No other sport goes through that. Hey, vulcanized rubber pucks here. We froze them extra, so you can't really shoot them as hard. Stop. Stop it. Basketball games. Too much scoring. We let some uh, helium out of the balloons or air. Excuse me, helium. We let some air out of the basketballs. 
right? They don't add helium to the basketball so it brings scoring down. Stop it. But Rob Manfred saying to the likes of, you know what? I was probably wrong for granting immunity to the Astros, and he was a 1,000% wrong in doing that. But I understand where he was coming from. The loss of draft picks, the $5 million fine, he basically was telling the Astros players, just come clean. Tell me what you know. It doesn't matter how bad it is. Yes, the public's going to know about this, but I'm not going to penalize you for that. That was wrong. But from a business standpoint, it was probably the right thing to do. Like, what were you actually going to do? Like, for me, but like, hey, you, you know what? The players that were involved in this, that's like a year ban or more. World Series trophy, gone. Taken away. That's not yours anymore. But it's so hard to go down that path. I think they just hope it went away. And him coming out saying, it was not my best decision. Well, that's a thousand percent correct. It really wasn't his best decision and was a terrible one at that. He's also getting heat for talking about the Oakland fan base and saying where they showed up and had, what, 27, 28,000 people in their stadium for that, re- that reverse boycott? He said, well, in certain terms, it's like, hey, they actually had an average major league ballpark that night. But you know what they're doing in the Bay Area, dummy. You don't have to flame the fans. Like Oakland again, when I was like this old man yelling at cloud, but I'm not. Oakland was so cool growing up. The Bash Brothers, the uniforms, so cool. They completely ruined that franchise. Oh, we're going to quote unquote do Moneyball just to cover for, try to make better decisions in the draft and don't spend any money. Oakland deserves a baseball team. Oakland deserves a football team. Let's ask them bum owners, man. Straight up bum owners. What a shame with that. But we got one more segment here to go in our number two. We will wrap it up all next. Donnie right side. Solo mission on the grid. Be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. A couple quick side notes here before we get out of here. Mariners star Julio Rodriguez commits to home run derby. That's good stuff there. Superstars need to participate in the event, so we watch them, enjoy them. That's what they're there for. That's what sometimes the NBA doesn't get with the slam dunk competition. Put some of those superstars in there, and let's have some fun. And also, you get a, a chance to check this out. Travis Kelsey to Jamar Chase. Don't you ever disrespect Mahomes like that again. Basically saying, ask her any question. I believe it was on a podcast. Patrick who? Yeah, because he has Joe Burrow. Look, I love Joe Burrow. Everybody loves Joe Barrow. But Patrick Mahomes certainly on a different wavelength right now than everybody else here in the NFL. So it is fun when some of these players do get out here and talk a little trash. NFL, the Bills have extended both Bean, their general manager, 
and head coach McDermott through 2027. So the Buffalo Bills looking to stay together. And the reason why I bring that up is the Golden State Warriors have a new GM this year, Mike Dunleavy Jr. Will they bring back Draymond Green? Hmm, they say they want to. How much money is that going to cost? But also, moving on from some of the younger players like Jordan Poole for Chris Paul, you're trading a lot of years there back and forth. So is it one last ride out for Golden State? How is that team going to look with Chris Paul? How long is Chris Paul actually going to be with the Golden State Warriors? If we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship in 2023 sit at a 12-to-1 price. Sort of that next level. Because that top tier of four teams, the Phoenix Suns plus 650, the Milwaukee Bucks at a plus 550, the Denver Nuggets at a plus 470, and Porzingis' boys, the Boston Celtics at a plus 460 price. That'll do it here for hour number two. Topics all the way through. You know how we do it on Moneyline. For Christian behind the wheels of steel, Donnie writes out on a solo mission. You know it. We'll be back Monday for Moneyline right here on The Grid. See you later. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.